Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello there, Duke fans, and welcome to episode number 23 of DBR Bites. Uh, it is Thursday, March 30th, 2023. We are coming to you. It's just Sam and, and I uh, on this one. So, Sam, first of all, say hello. Hello. We are here. That was very perfect. You did exactly what it. That's all you asked for. That's all I asked for, and you gave it to me, and I, you and I appreciate want, you for you it. I want the update that, like, it's opening day. Uh, it's the second inning. The Nats are already losing to the Braves. So like things are going sort of as expected. No, I I, I was going to say happy opening day to all those who observe. Sam, <laughs> the Nats fan, the resident Nats fan. <laughs> me, me, I am wearing my Tigers hat. We play at 310 and hopefully uh, they are going to start off with a W. Sam is not wearing a curly W hat, but that's enough baseball today because we're here to talk basketball. Did you know that the Nationals actually won the World Series three and a half years ago. I I was there. I remember. It, I don't think that, I don't think the organization remembers because uh, man, they stink. Yeah. Well, it makes two of us because uh, my team's not doing any better either. But uh, I digress. Hey, we're here to talk about one guy who has announced that he's returning to the Duke Blue Devils next season. His name is Mark Mitchell. He's our six eight forward from Kansas City. He is coming back to Durham for another year. So Sam, we're here to talk about that. I think this was something that we expected. We had we had hinted that we had heard some rumors that Mark Mitchell was among the uh, group of players that were deciding to come back, but obviously it was never a given until he made his decision. He did that this morning, announced it officially on his Twitter. 
Duke basketball came out with their normal pleasantries as well uh, at the excitement of getting a Mark Mitchell back for another year. So I start with this, Sam. We 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 saw a lot of, of Mark Mitchell on defense this year. We saw a little bit on offense, but mainly to defense. So what are you most excited about to, from a Mark Mitchell as a sophomore in 2023-24? I think the continued defensive production is the thing that I'm most excited for with Mark Mitchell. He demonstrated this year that, you know, and, and I, I gave him a lot of grief, I think, during the season about the offense. But on defense, he was great at, playing in a lot of different positions. I sort of see the, you know, he's like a more athletic Lance Thomas when it comes to his defensive approach. He can he can defend on the perimeter. He can defend uh, off the ball. He can defend in the post. And I love seeing all of that. I think we're going to hear a lot over the summer and into the fall about how, you know, maybe Ryan Young is like the captain of the team. We're going to hear, I think, that Mark Mitchell is the captain of the defense next year. Tyrese Proctor is a, is a key player on defense, but he doesn't have quite Mark Mitchell's versatility. So I'm looking forward to a lot of, we picked Mark Mitchell as, as player of the game, even though he doesn't put up any big stats, right? Maybe he, maybe he pulls down six or seven rebounds, but he still only scores seven, eight, nine points in a game, but gets player of the game because he's making all of the defensive stops. That's the thing I'm most excited about. And then as an extension of that, I am looking forward to hearing that freshmen like Sean Stewart and Mackenzie Mbako are saying things like, you know, I thought I was working hard on defense and then I'm getting my butt kicked in practice by Mark Mitchell because he's telling me that I have more to do and more to do and more to do. I think there is a huge opportunity for Mark Mitchell to take a big leadership role, even as a sophomore next year on this team. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that as well. The You know, you mentioned the leadership just the fact that he's able to have two guys that are similar have a similar game on the defensive side and he can take that to the next level and help them take the next level also the you know the motor that he has i think one thing we saw this season was that he was he was in in go mode most of the time right there was very few times where we said mark mitchell is not giving us the effort that we have come to expect from him so i'm looking forward to that but sam when i was looking in First off, let me talk about the offense. You talk a little bit about defense. I'll come back to that. For the offense perspective, there's a lot, obviously, he can improve on. I think, you know, if he can develop a three-point shot, and we saw, you know, we heard about him working on his three-point game. We saw a couple instances, you know, notably that Notre Dame game where his three-point shooting actually helped. And I think that's something that he can continue to improve on if he can be a guy that can get a couple of threes a game. Also, we know about his athleticism and he can, you know, improve his handle where he can drive to the lane and get baskets. I think he could be a 10 point, probably a 10 points a game guy. I think that's that's not outside the realm. But Sam, here's where I'm most excited. When I heard that he was coming back officially, the words or at least the letters DPOY came to mind. And that is defensive player of the year. I think he is going to be on a lot of lists for not just ACC defensive player of the year, but also national defensive player of the year. And I think if his defense improves the way it did throughout the season, it was good to start and improve throughout the year. If he can continue that improvement, there's no doubt in my mind that he is going to be on some of those finalist lists for some of those postseason awards on the defensive end. And Duke is going to miss Derek Lively, assuming that Lively announces and, and, you know, we told you on the who stays and who goes episodes that we expect Lively to declare at some point. Duke is definitely going to miss Derek Lively in the post next year on defense. 
But if Mitchell and Proctor make the kind of leap that we expect them to, Duke's defense is very possibly going to be better than it was this past year. And like you said, he's Mark Mitchell could be a key reason why. Switching back to the offensive side, you talked about the three-point shooting. I think what was troubling to me this year was that Mitchell's three-point shot was kind of flat. And it was never clear that he was entirely comfortable shooting it. Like he would take the open three, but there weren't a lot of open threes where I thought, oh, he got that ball in rhythm and was like primed to shoot it. It was more like, oh, shoot, I'm open and I have the ball behind the three point line. I should shoot it. I hope that he develops enough confidence to feel better about, you know, taking that shot and, and putting it in rhythm. The other challenge that he had this year, we we talked about how he didn't commit a lot of fouls. That was like one of his his magic tricks. There were a lot of times, though, where he would drive to the basket with the ball and maybe he wouldn't draw it or he wouldn't commit a charge, but he would sort of lose control, have his head down, maybe maybe have the ball poked away, maybe lose it out of bounds. I hope that one of the things he's working on this summer is, look, if I've got the ball and I have a few open steps to the basket, what can I do to get to eight feet and then either shoot the floater, dump it off to a big man in the post, zip it back out to the perimeter, you know, improving his decision-making with the ball in the post is also going to be a key development factor. I think, yeah, offensive court awareness, I think is, you know, kind of the overall stretch, right? Where to be on the court, how to react to what the defense is giving you. But Sam, I think the one thing in John Shire talked about this during the season is that every day he worked on, what was it? A hundred corner threes a day. He would end practice with a hundred made corner threes a day. That's what he did with Emil Jefferson. And he wanted to improve that side of his game. We talked about how that was supposed to be where Jacob Grandison was supposed to excel was in that corner. And it's the hardest, it's the hardest three in basketball. We all know that, but if he can make a living out of hitting a couple corner threes a game, that again, keeps that defense stretched out so that some guys can go through and keep that lane clear. So, I'm looking forward to seeing if he improves on that. I'm not asking him to be a sharpshooter, but if he can hit a couple of game that just at least makes the team, the teams that face us have to play more than token defense on him when he's on offense. Hey there, Duke fans, you know, warmer, sunnier days are calling fuel up for them with factors. No prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer. Thanks to the menu of chef created meals with options like calorie smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors fresh, never-frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. That's right, Jason. And Jason, I can tell you, I just got some meals. They're fantastic. And the great thing is, like you said, two minutes. Mindless work. Pop it in the microwave. Do what you need to do. And it's ready to eat. No more cooking. No more cleaning pots and pans. And also, there's a lot of choices with 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. So you'll always have new flavors to explore. All right. So head to factormeals.com slash DukeBB50. Use that code DukeBB50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code DukeBB50 at factormeals.com. Get 50% off your first box 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Enjoy Factor Meals from the Duke Basketball Roundup.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm going to assume that Mark Mitchell is still a starter next year because coming into this season, this past season, we weren't sure he was going to start. We talked about that during stats game that, oh, maybe he'll start because Whitehead is out. But then even when Whitehead was healthy, Mitchell continued to start. So, other than the games that he was hurt, I think he started all like if he was playing, he was starting, I think, the whole season. He one, started every game except for the final one. Exactly. Right. And 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 he was injured. So he didn't play at mm-hmm. all. There is a possibility that John Shire decides that the best place for Mark Mitchell is on the bench next year. I don't think that's likely. I think it is possible that between Stewart and Mbako and the freshman guards who are coming in, that it makes more sense for Mark Mitchell to be a super sub who still plays 30 minutes a game next year. John Shire has experience being that player. He started as a freshman, and then he came off the bench a bunch as a sophomore and a junior, even though he was playing a key role. So the other part of this that I think is going to be crucial is Mark Mitchell being adaptable to however John Shire decides to deploy him, because when you're really long, you're really athletic, you play great defense, and you're six eight. There's lots of ways to to plug you in, and you know maybe maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Mitchell starts at small forward next year, and he plays 35 minutes a game, and he's just like one of Duke's three or four best players. Totally possible, but it also depending on the development of a freshman might make sense for Mitchell maybe to come off the bench, maybe to play in slightly different roles than he was exposed to this year. It's funny you mentioned Sean Stewart possibly, you know, joining him uh, either in the starting lineup or on the bench. Sean Stewart did not start for his team this year, uh, which I think is quite funny. I mean, he was on Mount Verde Academy, which is the number one team in the country, and they are all world. They have everyone on their team, including uh, Duke recruit Cooper Flag, uh, at least someone that that Duke is actively pursuing uh, in the class of 2025. But I feel like that actually helps Duke because it doesn't create as much of a logjam. Maybe it is Sean Stewart that comes off the bench. Again, they may have this guy, uh, you know, these guys kind of rotate around, but I'm not going to bet against Mark Mitchell uh, being in that starting lineup, at least on opening night, because again, we talked about all year, like you mentioned, how many times he could be removed from the starting lineup or he could 
play less of a lesser of a role on offense coming off the bench or at least playing fewer minutes while starting. He started every game except for the final game of the season. So, uh, but I mean, I guess what was, you know, shame on me for, for saying that, yo, he should start should, should sit on the bench, but yeah, he was all over the place and I can't wait to have him back in year two. I'm very curious next year around this time, what we're going to be saying about Mark Mitchell and his pro prospects, because I think there's a world where he has a very productive year but it still feels like he's not quite NBA ready because of like, he hasn't demonstrated the NBA ready skill yet, whether that's defense or shooting or passing or, or, you know, some aspect of his game. So it's possible that he's in it for three years. It's possible that next year, you know, he, he puts up 13 points a game and, and like eight rebounds and is everywhere for Duke. And, and we're saying, no, he has to go because he's been too productive, but Either way, I'm very much looking forward to Mark Mitchell's sophomore year. And in particular, I'm ready to not feel like I have to dump on him as much as I was on offense during his freshman campaign. I will say if there's a couple of places that he might be able to improve on defense, I think his on-ball guarding is, is was tremendous. And like you said, his ability to, to guard someone without fouling was, was one of the best in the country. I think with the apps, if, if Derek Lively is leaving... Uh, then we will have a void in one category, and that's blocks. We'll need someone to have their athleticism try and block shots and alter shots. That's something where I think Mark Mitchell didn't have to do as much this year because we had Derek Lively, because we had you know three seven-footers that could alter shots. He didn't have to use the athleticism on that end. But also, I think you know just his his rebounding. I think he'll be counted on more in year two to step up on the rebounding end. It's not like he wasn't a ter- a. a it's not like he was a terrible rebounder, but he probably could get, like you said, closer to six, seven rebounds, eight rebounds a game if he put his mind to it. And I think in year two, he may be asked to carry more of that load. Yeah, Donald, Mark Mitchell's rebounding rates this year, uh, 13% defensive rebounding rate and, and about 6% offensive rebounding rate. Depending on how the roster shakes out, like this is one of those questions where it depends on what other big men are there. I would hope that Mark Mitchell's offensive rebounding rate goes up and his defensive rebounding rate should go up, especially if Derek Lively's there, not, you know, sucking in every ball that that comes his way. So I expect those numbers to improve. And I would not be surprised if Mark Mitchell has a, you know, national ranking when we're looking at his defensive rebounding rate next year. Yeah, absolutely. So we are really looking forward to having Mark Mitchell back. Sam, I knew we were, I said we were going to just talk about Mark Mitchell, but we got some literally breaking news. And thanks to our our co-host who is not here, uh, Jason Evans, for giving us this information. So we're going to react to it right now. Kyle Filipowski, the 2023 winner of the Kyle Macy Freshman of the Year Award, which was uh, which is presented by CollegeInsider.com. This award is named for the guard who started as freshman for Purdue in 1975. He becomes the fifth Blue Devil to win the Kyle Macy Award since it started in 2012. Joining Jabari Parker, Brandon Ingram, Marvin Bagley III, and Zion Williamson. No program has won the award more than twice. Kyle Filipowski wins this award over Alabama's Brandon Miller, who most assumed would walk away with not just this award, but a lot of the postseason awards, including some of the Player of the Year awards. So, Sam, your quick reaction to this. I think this is pretty cool uh, to for Kyle Filipowski to be recognized for having such a great season by being awarded this award for being the top freshman in the country. Yeah, and for most of this season, he certainly was, right? We I don't know how many times we, we talked about how amazing Filipowski's 
freshman year was. So well-deserved, I suppose, in, in that he had a great season. I don't know that his season was demonstrably better on the court than Brandon Miller's, but I know that it was demonstrably better than Brandon Miller's uh, season off the court. So uh, for, if, if that if that makes any difference, then yeah, bully for Kyle Filipowski for getting this recognition. Yeah, I, I'm sure that, you know, off, off I, I guess, extracurricular activities, we'll say, had something to do with it. But uh, I think, you know, Kyle Filipowski, like you said, for most of the year was one of the top players in the country. And this is incredible to have this award and, and for him to be awarded this. So congratulations, Kyle Filipowski. We hope to have more news from Kyle Filipowski and some of the rest of the Blue Devils later on this week, into the weekend and into next week. But for now, this will do it for DBR Bites, episode number 23. Sam Klein, thank you very much. Go Nationals, go Tigers, and I guess go go Braves because Jason's not here, so he can do nah, that on the nah, next nah, show. Nah. Wait, we, he, nope. Nope. Not, nope. We're not doing it. Not part of the plan here. Not part of the plan. No Braves. No, we're, we're out on the Braves. He, look, if, if Jason wanted to if Jason wanted to, you know, promote his team, then he'd be here. So that's uh, true. So we're not we're not doing that. No chop. And he's and he's not at opening day, so he doesn't get that excuse either. No, so no excuses. It is what it is. So for now, for Sam, for for Jason and Essentia, I am Donald. This is DVR Bites episode number 23. And Duke Ban, you know what to do. Take us home.